Welcome to Passionate and Prosperous, the only podcast about creating success in your life and business by using your voice, gifts, and skills to do the work that lights you up, make money, and have massive impact in the world. This show teaches coaches, creatives, and service-oriented human beings how to trust in yourself and leverage your unique message, experience, and expertise to attract your ideal audience, create clients, and organically build your soul-aligned business. I'm your host, mindset and business strategy coach, Stacey Brass Russell, and I can't wait to help you to set yourself up for success and use your passion to create the prosperous life and business that you truly desire. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Passionate and Prosperous. So when this episode comes out, we are still going to be at the top of 2023. So you'll be getting this hot off the press in January of 2023, around mid-month, and we're still going to be in that fresh, really motivating, awesome energy of the new year. So I made an episode for you last week that was all about how to have a great year. And I want to just remind you that this coming Friday, if you're listening to this show on January 11th, when it comes out or January 12th, we have a workshop coming up this coming Friday on It is Friday the 13th. We're going to decide that it's a good luck day. Um, We're going to be getting together, and I'm going to take you through a workshop that's really going to help you to know that you can have what you want in 2023 in terms of creating clients in your business. (laughs) So we're going to do a little bit of strategy, and I'm going to be teaching you the five steps or five things that you need to have in place for yourself in order to create what you want, which at the end of the day, if you're here because you are a passionate and uh, prosperous business owner who really wants to be making money doing what you love, then that means that what would be amazing for you is for you to create clients and therefore to make money by working with your clients, using your gifts and your skills. That's what we're going to be talking about on Friday. You can sign up for any of my workshops, events, trainings, everything that I offer by going to my website, www.stacybrassrussell.com. There's a tab for events. You also will be able to find the link to this in our show notes, which are actually also on my website. So it should not not be difficult for you to get yourself registered to attend this first workshop of the new year of 2023 with me, and I am going to set you up for success. Now, Another great thing that we get to do right now at the beginning of the year is make sure that you know what you should be believing about yourself and about the way things work, maybe a little bit about the universe and about your business so that you can have your best year ever. And these beliefs that I'm about to talk about with you are not only beliefs for this year, but they are what I consider to be some core foundational beliefs that we all must have if we are entrepreneurs that want to be having a successful life and business. Now, why did I decide to make this episode for you? Well, to be totally honest, as you know, I record the show a couple of weeks in advance. So I'm sitting here making the show for you in the week of Christmas. So December 19th is when I'm recording. And just last week, I sat down and I did what ended up being such an awesome 
exercise or task or activity for myself and my business. And that was that I'm getting an, some really great gifts together to send to my clients as well as to the founding members of the academy, the Passion and Prosperous Academy, which, as you know, opens its doors officially in January. Well, right now, but we have our first class next week. Again, if you're listening to this in real time, I want to make sure that you know, and I will keep reiterating this over and over, that the Academy is an ongoing program that you can join at any time. It just so happens to be that our first group class is on Tuesday, January 17th. So, If you're listening to this at any other time and you're like, oh my God, I need to be in the academy, you can. There's no more um, set containers for this, right? This is now my program that is available to you at any time. Now, I was getting ready for the gifts that are going out and whenever you join, you'll get a gift as well as getting gifts out to my clients because that's how I roll. I like to um, send people fun things in the mail. And what I decided was to create some affirmation cards that I would send out to all my clients. So I decided to sit down and make a list of 100 affirmations. This was such an awesome activity. By the time I was done, I mean, I didn't do it in one sitting. It took me, I don't know, two days or three days of sitting down for chunks of time and letting these affirmations pour out of me. And by the time I was done, I was loaded up on all of these powerful affirming statements that were coursing through my veins, coursing through my brain. Um, What magic gets to happen when we fill ourselves up with affirmations. Now, I want to talk to you about affirmations, and I'm going to talk to you about how what affirmations really are, are beliefs that if, whether or not we're believing those things in the moment, whether or not we are currently really holding those beliefs, meaning that we believe them fully, affirmations are how we input beliefs that we would like to be believing, and through repetition and through um, uh, affirming those beliefs, right, through the affirmations, we actually start to believe those things. So sometimes we say affirmations or beliefs that we do believe, right? And it's just really good to keep reiterating those things because that's how we make sure that other thoughts that contradict the positive, empowering beliefs that we want to be believing. It's how we um, make sure that other things don't get in, right? So we have a lot of susceptibility and vulnerability to having human brain thoughts come in that may be sabotaging, that may be disempowering, that may be... um, reinforcing an old story, right? Or something that we made up, some meaning that we made of a situation and it's old, but yet we're still, um, you know, subject to it. So what affirmations are for are not only to input new beliefs, right? And to communicate to ourselves in the universe and to our, um, even to others, right? What we're believing, but also it's to reinforce really good beliefs that we may be having that are, you know, like I said, s- subject to possibly being, uh, interfered with 
you know, because that's what happens. You know, you're human. You're going through your life experience. We've got thoughts. We've got emotions. We've got experiences. And we have to fortify ourselves so that we can keep our high vibes and keep our brain where we want it to be. So I think of affirmations, beliefs. Um, I also sometimes use the term agreements, right? I use all of these terms very interchangeably because I really do believe that we can decide on what we're believing. Now, I'm going to make a little footnote or a little disclaimer, which is sometimes we have very deep-rooted beliefs, right? Because we have a belief system that gets formed very early on. So we get these core beliefs that, I mean, some people... Um, not some people. I mean, I also believe that our belief system is being um, developed from the minute, you know, we we start interacting with anyone outside of us. So literally you're born, belief system starts being um, created, right? And most of our very, very deep core beliefs that are the ones that actually are sometimes the hardest to change are the ones that are formed really early. And of course, it makes sense that they would be the the ones that are more challenging to rewrite or, you know, to change because we've had them the longest and we've been repeating them the longest and we've been allowing them to dictate, you know, our experience the longest. So are there some beliefs that are not as easy to undo as just inputting new beliefs or reframing the old ones. Yeah, sometimes we have to do some deeper work on a subconscious, right? Sometimes we have to do some hypnotherapy or some deep, deep coaching or psychotherapy, right? So there's lots of different ways that we can get at our belief system. And sometimes we have to do some of those other modalities. We try lots of different things, right? Some people respond really well to certain um subconscious, certain types of subconscious work. There's also like emotional freedom technique, which some of you may have heard uh, of as tapping, right? EFT. Um, There are all kinds of tools that we can use and some work better than others for different people. And that's why we want to have a really robust toolbox because when we come up against a belief that we would like to change, we can start with like something really easy, like, ooh, I'm going to affirm something different. Or maybe we just can do a, a very instant reframe. And then sometimes we find that some beliefs are a little stickier than others. And we've got to go a little deeper, right? We got to get a little more under the surface and into the subconscious. Um, and, and sometimes it takes more than one session or more than one attempt to change it, right? But Here's what we know. We know that our beliefs create our experiences and our experiences confirm our beliefs. Our beliefs create our experiences and our experiences confirm our beliefs. So I want you to think of it as like a loop, right? So we're walking around doing business, doing life with a belief system. And because we believe certain things, we will literally attract and create experiences because of what we're believing. And when we have the experiences that were literally created because of what we believe, we then turn around and use those experiences as proof that our beliefs must be right or true. 
So it's really interesting because we could be believing something that does not serve us at the highest level. We could be believing something that has no truth to it. We could be believing something that we made up a really long time ago um, to protect ourselves, for example. Um, we may be believing something that we inherited because our parents believed it and told us and because we believe everything our parents say and trust them and they're who creates us, right? We may spend a long time believing something that was you know, given to us. And then when we are become autonomous and adults and we take agency over ourselves and we decide, hmm, I don't know if I want to believe that. I don't know if that's working for me. Even when we become conscious and aware that a belief needs to change, sometimes it it takes more than just the awareness. But the best thing is the awareness because once you become aware of something that you want to change, boom, you get to change it. Even if it takes you longer than you're hoping, the great news about the way the human brain works is that shit is changeable. It is totally malleable, okay? So I was making these hundred affirmations. I sat down and I wrote these hundred affirmations. And what I started the the list with were what are actually the five agreements slash beliefs slash, slash affirmations that are the five agreements that um, are what we agree to when we join the Passionate and Prosperous Academy. And I had already laid out these agreements because I've been preparing for you all to be inside the academy. And I think that when you step inside of a container or you make a decision and an investment to have an experience, right? Because that's what the academy is. It's an experience. When you are about to have an experience, it behooves you or benefits you to decide what you want to believe about it in advance. Because if you go into things with a set of beliefs that are not in alignment with the experience that you want to be having, there is a chance that you will not have a great experience. If you step into an experience with something that is disempowering or that is, like I said before, old or outdated, there's a good chance that it will sabotage you and it will get in the way. The beliefs will get in the way. I literally want you to think of um, a, a lens, okay? And you're on one side of the lens and the thing that you're experiencing is on the other side of the lens and the lens is your beliefs. And so the beliefs are filtering the experience, so if you allow an outdated, old, disempowering set of beliefs to be part of that experience, you, without a doubt, you're going to have a shitty experience. So I am really big on agreements. And I also want to point out to you that I didn't make up the idea of there being um, agreements, right? I also think of agreements. Here's another word. I'm like agreements, beliefs, affirmations, paradigms. Paradigms are statements or beliefs <laughs> or ideas that we make a decision to hold to be true so that we can create a container for an experience 
and agree that this experience is being upheld by or supported by these paradigms or these agreements or these affirmations or these beliefs or these pillars. So when I was creating the academy, I mean, I'm still creating the academy. It's an ongoing creation. One of the things that was really important to me was that I got really clear on what I would like for everyone that joins the academy to input as some really powerful beliefs that will help them to have the best experience possible. And the experience is not only the experience inside the academy, it's the experience of business. It's how to have a good experience of having a business. And you know what? Because here we are in the passionate and prosperous community, we agree that our lives and our businesses are not totally separate. And this has nothing to do with work-life balance or, you know, any. this doesn't mean like we're saying that if you are an entrepreneur or if you have a passion and prosperous business, you work all the time and have no life. No, this is us saying that who you're being, right, who you are, how you identify, how you live your life, how you show up in your life is completely intertwined with who you are in your business. If you're a service-based entrepreneur, if what you're selling is, and again, not you, meaning you're not selling you, but essentially you're selling the service as it is delivered by you, right? So you're selling your unique special way that you put your gifts and your skills and your passions together. You're also selling an energy. You're selling a resonance, right? So when people choose to work with us, they're they're choosing from all of that, right? They're choosing from the transformation that we provide. They're obviously choosing because we are helping solve a problem that they have or that we have an outcome that we say that we can deliver that they want but they're also choosing to work with us because of who they think we are, right? Because they resonate with us, because there's something about the way we tell our story or the way we teach or the way we share or the way we get them or just that we may seem like the kind of person that they want to work with, whether that energy is that you're calming, whether it's that, you know, you are loving, whether it's that you're brassy, (laughs) That was actually an unintended pun. Um, you know, whatever it is. So, so when we are passionate and prosperous business owners, we really are living the life, right? We're living a life that comes through in who we are, in our business, and, and, and it all feeds off of each other. Okay. And so therefore these, agreements that I came up with for the academy, they don't only reference doing business, but in, you know, for today, I'm going to say, I'm going to share with you these five beliefs right here at the top of the year, at the top of 2023, because I believe whether you join us in the academy right now, or if you join us in the academy later, or if you never join us in the academy, that sharing these beliefs with you will really help you um, to be successful. That if you can adopt these beliefs, I believe that they will help you to be successful in your business. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to walk you through these five. Now, when I was making my list of a hundred, these were the first five. 
because they're the agreements that I are for the Academy. And then, of course, I wrote 95 other ones. So I don't know what we're going to do with those. I don't know if there's going to be a way for you to have access to those ever, um, even if you're not working with me. Although I'm going to say that probably not. I'm going to say that probably you would need to be inside of some sort of a container with me to get those juicy, juicy hundred affirmations. But today I'm going to share with you the top five or the first five. Okay. So number one, you are pre-certified by the universe. And this is a belief that you must work on inputting into your subconscious. And the reason for that is there is a good chance, there's a good possibility that what you are doing in your passionate and prosperous business is not necessarily the exact specific thing that you went to, let's say, college for, if you even went to college. Um, It may not be the thing that you thought you were going to be doing. It may be something that you did some certifications for that might not be like an official degree. It may be something that you um, did a lot of different like types of trainings and certifications, but you have a story that, you know, that no one's going to take them seriously because it's not like a master's or a PhD. You may also feel like until you have a certain amount of experience that other people aren't going to see you as legit or qualified. There's so much shit that goes on with creating a passionate and prosperous business. There's so much that goes on in your human brain when it comes to taking your passions and your gifts and your skills And all of the experience that you've had leading up to this moment and that you're kind of putting that all together to to make this unique package that is your work, your transformation, um, this body of intelligence and intellect and and create what you're creating, your content. And you're doing all of this. And because the whole point of it is that it's you and it's uniquely you. It's this very, very unique package and recipe of things being put together that can only be yours because you're the only person that's had the experience that you've had. You're the only person that has the lens that you have. But there's a big but here. But because you're the only one that's you, it's hard to look around and validate yourself. It's hard to look and find someone who's exactly like you and say, oh, okay, great. Okay. Oh, yeah, right. Okay. So this is legit because so-and-so is doing it the same way as me. And even when you look around and you see other people doing the work that you want to be doing, whatever, being successful at being a coach, being a wellness professional, being a, um, you know, a, um, a yoga teacher or being, uh, whatever kind of entrepreneur offering their creative services. You look around and you see other people doing it 
And even then, you still are making up a story about how somehow they're different, right? Somehow they're more qualified. Somehow they are more certified. Somehow they've, they have this other thing that you don't have and therefore now they're better at it, right? This is what we all do. So what do we do about it? Because it's always going to be there. There's always going to be this feeling of, is someone else going to believe that I'm legit, that I'm good at what I do, right? If I don't have a PhD or whatever. And so one of the beliefs that we must put in to our subconscious and really believe is that we're pre-certified. The universe has already bestowed upon us its blessing. The universe would not have provided us with the gifts that we have, right? And gifts by their very nature. The definition of gift is that it's something that was gifted to you, meaning you got it for free. You didn't have to pay for it. You didn't have to pay for a certification. You didn't have to pay for it. it you got it. You're naturally gifted at certain things. You have talent. And when you use your gifts and your talent and even acquired skills and experience to do what you do, right? When you, when you use all of your own personal experience that you've been gathering and you put this all together into this beautiful package of your offer and your service, right? You still can come up against this, 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 this fear, this thought that it's not legitimate and that someone else is not going to think that you are good enough to, to, to pay money to. Obviously you've heard the term imposter syndrome. This is where imposter syndrome can come in. But, it, but in this particular belief, it's really specific to people like us who maybe come from a background of being an artist or just being a, a thought leader, being uh, someone who has ideas or ways of sharing things that are different than the way other people, you, you know, do. There is nothing new. So what we're all doing here is taking hopefully legitimate, valid stuff and sharing it through our own unique lens. That's what you're, it means to have your own authentic voice. It means that you're allowed to have ideas that you share. It means that you're allowed to be, have a lot of conviction right? I mean, if there's one thing I'm not short on, it is conviction, right? Passionate conviction. Now, who told me I'm allowed to have that? Who validated me? Who said, oh, Stacy's entitled to have so much conviction that she can have a podcast. She can come on here and just say what she thinks, right? So in order to do the things that we want to do, in order to put ourselves out there to create content, to create programs, to create offers, to write books, to make podcasts, you know, to be creative, to write a play, to, to just do write a song, whatever it is that you're doing, coaching, teaching, making courses, programs, curriculums, workshops, whatever it is. You have to believe that you're pre-certified by the universe. Now, that doesn't mean that you should make up shit that you really do have to be trained for. But a big part of it is knowing that, like, if what you got trained in is something that has a certificate, right, or it's something that, like, is was a program that someone said, I now hereby pronounce you a 
this, right? I mean, there are hundreds of yoga teachers running around the world with my name on their certificate. I had to get approval from another governing body, the Yoga Alliance, to say that I could put my name on the certificate. But again, if you really trace it all back, right, anything other than like being a doctor where you're literally like operating on people and doing science, anything else is someone taught you what they know and they learned it from someone before them, and so on and so forth. And here we are with a lineage. And we get to decide that we are qualified enough. And we must get over I'll be ready when syndrome, imposter syndrome, right? So belief, critical belief number one, I am pre-certified by the universe. All right, belief number two. Now, in, in, in the agreements, right, in the academy, the agreement is that academy members say yes before they know how. And there's an episode on that too, right? Saying yes before you know how. But for today's purposes, the belief that you must have in order to have a successful business, in order to have a great year, right, in order to do what you want to do is you know how. I know how. I have to believe that I know how. And what I mean by that is it doesn't mean that I have to know everything. It doesn't mean that I have to know all the details of tech things or, you know, uh, like super specific business strategy that you may want to learn from me, someone like me. But there's this deeper inherent belief that we must have, which is that we know how, meaning that we believe that that we have everything that we need, that somewhere inside of us we know how, even if that how is referring to finding out how, right? So if I believe that I know how, then I believe that I know how to find out how. I believe that I know how to find the person to help me if that's what I need. Or I believe that I know how to learn that thing or figure out where I can learn it. But walking around reiterating over and over and over and over again to ourselves, to others in the universe, I don't know how, is really disempowering. Because it keeps you stuck in that repetitive loop of believing that you don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know is also something that we say when we are not making a choice or a decision. When we are faced with making decisions and choices, which we're making all day, every day, right? We're making choices and decisions all day, every day. You're deciding what to eat. You're deciding what to wear. You're deciding which way to walk. You're deciding, right? You're just making decisions constantly. And every once in a while, you get tripped up or stuck in not making a decision because you think you don't know. I don't know. I don't know which I should do. I don't know what the right way is. I don't know. And the, the, the thing is, is that we have to believe that we know that we know that that we know how somehow because we know that we can figure it out 
I know how to find the right person. I know how to ask for what I want. I know how to ask for help. I know how to figure things out. I know how to learn. The I know how is so important because if we consistently stick with I don't know how, we will never experiment, step outside our comfort zone, try new things, um, get uncomfortable, take risks, experiment. Because all of those things require you to do things that in this moment you don't know how to do. So when you replace it with, I know how, I know how to try new things. I know how to find out what my next step should be. I know how to experiment and collect data. I know how, right? So that second belief is, I know how. And in the academy, we flip it around a little bit to, I say yes before I know how, right? And we could even say that that's the belief, that that's the belief. But I feel like that's more of an affirmation. And today I said, I'm going to sort of make these core beliefs, the belief that I know how. And that includes that I know how to find out something if I genuinely don't know, but I know how to find out. Okay. Belief number three, service is my superpower. This is our third agreement, belief, affirmation in the academy. Why? Well, if we go back to number two, (laughs) okay, and we have those moments where we might be thinking, I don't know what to do right now in my business. I woke up. I want to do something. I want to take action. I want to attract clients. I want to, I want to like figure out how to get someone who to, to, you know, talk to me. I want to have a conversation. I want to have a discovery call. I want to make money. And I don't know what I should do right now. I'm feeling at a loss. I'm feeling a little down. I'm getting into my negative headspace where I'm thinking that no one wants what I have to offer. I'm going down a little rabbit hole of compare and despair. I'm having some imposter syndrome because I forgot to go back to belief number one, which is that I'm in, I am pre-qualified by the universe. Okay, so here you are having all these thoughts. And the thought in this case is that you don't know what to do. You don't know. You don't know what's right. You don't know what's going to get results. Well, in the academy, we go to service is my superpower. And the reason for that is because in any moment of doubt, in any moment of thinking that you don't know what to do in your business, you don't know how to attract the next client, you don't know what to do, in that moment, the answer is get in service, stay in service create an opportunity to be in service, provide value, show up, serve, 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 serve. And this is not in like an icky way. This isn't, you know, like, you know, this isn't, uh, you know, um, uh, demean yourself or offer your services, you know, um, for inappropriately for free, right? You know that my entire business model is built on being in service, which means that it's built on not only serving the community at large with free content, with this show, 
with all the workshops that I do, all those things. But it's also how I serve my existing community, my, my clients, the people who are paying, who are in my programs. So any day that I might be having a, a feeling, a feeling, whatever it comes up, thoughts, feelings, emotions, I don't know. I don't know how to grow. I don't know how to scale. I don't know what to do. I don't have my idea. All of that shit. Okay. When I'm in that space, which I get into just like you, I know that the number one thing for me to do is figure out, ah, fuck, how can I, how can I serve right now? I'm just going to go and serve my clients at a minimum. I'm going to get on Voxer and I'm going to reach out to all my clients. Hey, how are you today? What can I do for you? How are you feeling? How can I serve you? I was thinking about you, right? And I start being in service. I start doing my work. I find a way to coach. I find a way to teach. Hey, I'm going to do this free thing. Oh, I'm going to go live in my Facebook group. The minute I start thinking, I don't know what to do in my business. I don't know how to make that next leap to the next income level. I don't know what, I don't know how to, I w- wish I had another one-on-one client and I don't have anyone on my yellow brick, well, I, you always have people on your yellow brick row, but whatever. When the thought is like, oh, I don't know who my next client's going to be. Boom. What interrupts that pattern of thought? Go be in service. Service is your superpower. It makes immediate shifts. It shifts everything when you shift into service, value, offering, offering, value, offering, showing up. Every single thing inside of you that's thinking that that you don't know what to do or that you feel like you don't know, you don't remember why you do what you do or you don't remember how to have a business or whatever. Service. Service is your superpower. Okay, so that's a belief that you have to have. You literally have to wake up every day and you have to say, I am pre-qualified by the universe. I know how, or you could even say, I say yes before I know how, and service is my superpower. Service is my superpower. And the reason why I'm sharing these with you, even though some of you are not in the academy yet, is because I want you to see what we do. I want you to see what it's like to be inside the academy because this is not only about business strategy. This is not only about your freebies and your lead magnets and your niche and how to have discovery calls and how to create a group course and a program and how to launch and how to write powerful email sequences and how to write a sales page and how to write a landing page and how to set up your automations (laughs) and all of that is in the academy. But so is who is doing that. And that's why we have so much coaching in the academy. That's why we have you have one-on-one coach with me, with your success coach. You have so much coaching. Why? Because you're a fucking human being. And you're not going to be successful in your business or your life without the tools to manage your human brain and to nourish, nurture, and um, invite your genius brain to the party. And we all need support to do that. I need support. You need support. My coach needs support. Your clients need you. I mean, oh my God. It's like a whole network of support in order to be human. If you want to like excel at being human, right? So I'm sharing this with you so that you can really feel into like, what would it be like if you were doing this kind of work 
on a regular basis, right? If you, because also I could tell you these affirmations, these beliefs and these things right now, but unless you're actually doing them, embodying them and taking the action along with them and doing the strategy and working on your business, they, they kind of, you know, they'll just be sort of like floating out there in the ethers, right? So you you need both. Okay. So number four, number four belief that you must have, or you will go cray cray. Okay. You will go crazy. You will you will constantly be torturing yourself without this belief. You are always right on time. I can't even tell you how often, and I'm just going to tell you that the people that work with me, they know this. You could hear me say over and over and over again, there's no such thing as being behind. You're not behind. I know, I know it might have been different. You might have felt different if you had this access to this earlier, last month, last year. I know. I know you're beating yourself up for not having gotten your shit together sooner. I know that you think that because I taught you something last week and now I'm teaching you something different this week that you're behind because you didn't fully integrate that thing. And I can tell you over and over and over and over and over again, there's no such thing as being behind. You can't be behind. Everything is in divine timing. You're always where you're meant to be. This is exactly how things are meant to unfold for you. This is what's happening now. And the next thing is going to be something better. This is just the way everything works. You are living right now. Your present moment is the present moment right now. How could you possibly be behind? That would be implying that you're a time traveler and that somehow you're in the past. And that somehow you are where you are right now and that the universe fucked up and put you through a wrinkle in time or a time warp. And you're here and you're actually trying to tell me and the universe that you belong somewhere else, that you belong in the past, that like you're supposed to be in last week. So so by thinking that you're behind or by thinking that you're not where you're supposed to be, what you're essentially doing is you are kind of saying that that you're like a weird time traveler. Now, I'm obsessed with time travel, just so you know. (laughs) I would love to travel in time, back, forth, wherever, other dimensions. You know, I'd love to go to to the the fourth dimension. Um, I'm all for quantum leaping. I think quantum leaping is like super awesome to think about. But I want you to remember all of these things are concepts. These are all things that you get to believe. You get to believe. If you don't believe that it's possible to make a quantum leap, guess what? You ain't quantum leaping. Nobody is quantum leaping who doesn't believe that quantum leaping is a thing. It's all about what you are choosing to believe. Your beliefs create your experiences and your experiences confirm your beliefs. If someone says to me that they feel that they had a major quantum leap in their thinking, in their beliefs, in their business, in like their action taking, whatever, who am I to say, no, you didn't? I think it's a little bit tricky to say that you could make someone else have a quantum leap or that you can like, or that you're responsible for someone else having a quantum leap. That's where I kind of get a little bit like, eh, I don't know, out there people that are saying that that's what you're guaranteeing. I don't think you can guarantee someone else's quantum leap. 
okay? Because I believe that quantum leaping is a belief system. I believe that like accelerating your results is a belief that you get to have. Is there strategy involved with that? Of course there is. But the the core belief that works is I am always right on time. I am always exactly where I'm meant to be, to be having this experience because this experience, A, is where I've come to from, from all that past. And it's only from this experience that I can move forward. And if I keep dwelling in the past and if I keep replaying events and if I keep going backwards, right? And I always want to make my little disclaimers here because I am all for what we call timeline searches. Timeline searches are where we have a belief that we come to an awareness about, that we come to um, an understanding that we'd like to shift that belief. We'd like to change it. We'd like to update it. Sometimes it is extremely valuable, extremely beneficial to do what we call a timeline search and see if we can find the origin of that belief. But this is very different than thinking that we're behind. When you think that you're behind, you are playing a really, really torturous, mean, sadistic game with yourself. You're just getting stuck in a pattern where you're not allowing yourself to just get present so that you can take fucking action. When you are dwelling and focusing on that you're behind, when when people take my courses that have um, expiration dates for the replays and they're like reaching out to me. They, I know they already watched them and they were there. They were at the class live and then the class is expiring and they're reaching out to me with these desperate emails. Can I have more access? I, I need to go back. I'm behind, whatever. And you know what? Like uh, sometimes I'm like, okay, and I give it to them. But you know what? If I know the person, sometimes I'm like, no. Because I actually know that the worst thing that they could be doing is wasting their time going back and re-watching shit. You have to trust that when you attend something, any sort of training, and I have actually been teaching this and saying this since way before I was a coach, because I've taught yoga teachers how to be teachers. And I, and I've, I've run so many trainings. I have taught thousands of people, thousands and millions of things. And here's what I know to be true. When you show up to something and you are present and you are engaged and you have the experience while it's happening, you retain, learn, and hold on to everything that's meant for you in that moment. And unless you're like, you know, going to be taking like, uh, you know, an exam where you need like all the notes or whatever, you know, like where you need like uh, facts and notes and you need to go back because you missed, you know, you couldn't write fast enough, right? Or maybe you didn't write down every single thing that was going to be on the test. That's a different situation. But that's not what we're talking about here. When you are working on your business, when you are showing up, when you are having a mentor, when you're taking things every, you know, day by day, going back and re-watching something, unless it's what you're working on right now, is not beneficial to you. 
Unless you said to me, hey, Stacey, remember when you did that that training on <clears throat> lead magnets? I'm working on my lead magnet right now and I forgot something and I really want to go back and review this one thing. That's super specific and in my opinion, legit. But if you want to go back and watch, rewatch things because your internal feeling is that you're behind, but you're not actually taking action or implementing on anything, you should not go backwards. So adopting the belief, getting it into your subconscious that you are always right on time, then well, I was going to say doing that is 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 what you need to do because then if you do make a choice to go rewatch something or go back, it's coming from an empowered place. The disempowered action taking is taking it from the thought that you're behind. Taking it from the compare place where you're looking around and you think, "Uh uh-oh, everyone else is there and I'm not there. So therefore, that means I'm behind. You made that story up. You literally can't be behind in the work we do. Obviously, like if you're on a team and everyone's racing and everyone else is like a million yards ahead of you and you're okay, then you could be then the, the, the captain would be like, you're behind. And that could be true. But you have to remember that there are different contexts that we look at these things in. And you cannot take things out of context. You can't call yourself behind because you're looking at a bunch of other people that are, maybe they're your peers, maybe they're in a program with you, but everybody's doing their business at a different pace and everyone's doing it differently. That's the way it should be. When you come work with me, it's or we do organic strategy that is unique and custom to each individual. Your yellow brick road and the activities that you do on it are not the same as someone else's. And none of us are ever in the exact same spot in our business. And one of the most difficult things for those of you who work as coaches or as service providers, wellness professionals... I want you to think about the fact that whenever a client comes to you, you are entering into their journey wherever they are. Tons of shit's happened before they met you and tons of shit's going to happen after. And when you step into someone's journey, you can't make them feel that they are behind. Your job is to make them feel that everything about their experience is right and led them exactly to this moment right now, which is to be working with you. And so if that's how you need to show up for your clients, guess what? That's how you need to show up for yourself. Okay. Here's the fifth one. Oh, I know I've talked about this before. So here's a belief that you must input into your subconscious and believe. Abundance is your birthright. Abundance is your birthright. And what I mean by that is not just money. We live in an abundant universe. The reason why I go to planetarium shows and obsess over the web telescope images and before that 
you know, all the other images um, from NASA. The reason why I am like obsessed with the universe and the cosmos is because it's infinite, eternal. There's no shortage. It's It's abundant. Life force is abundant. It's available. It doesn't run out. What is available to you in terms of wisdom, in terms of of um, of receiving, in terms of uh, knowledge, in terms of gifts, in terms of it's all available to you. It is abundant. It is never ending. It is a never ending source. Source does not run out. And we can apply that belief. Abundance is my birthright. I am of the universe and therefore I am of that which is abundant. I am made from that. That is my source and that is never ending. And so there's enough for me. There's enough to go around. There's enough abundance for everybody. Me having abundant doesn't abundance doesn't take away from you having abundance and you having abundance doesn't take away from me having abundance. So when you apply abundance is my birthright to your own belief system, you're applying that to the idea that there's an abundance of time. Hence, you're always right on time. You can't be behind, right? There's always an abundance of time. There's an abundance of love. There's an abundance of clients. There's abundance of money. There's an abundance of opportunities. There's an abundance of signs. It's just abundance. There's an abundance of ideas. There's an abundance of creativity. And that abundance is your birthright. You get it. You don't have to prove anything. You don't need permission. You're not broken. You're not a fuck up. You're not the special exception, even though we all think we are. Like, we all walk around thinking, well, that works for everyone but me. Clearly, everybody else is having the best experience of abundance, of business, of clients, of money, of life and love. And then here am I over here having the shittiest experience. Like, this is the shit human brains come up with. You really think that the universe is sitting around being like, hmm, who should we give the limited abundance to? (laughs) And arbitrarily picking you? No, it's not happening. But it's your human brain that has a belief about it. And that belief could have been put in. I mean, this one starts really early. Scarcity mindset, fear of not having enough. You, you, you literally inherit that shit from your parents. You know, my grandparents were depression era, right? So my grandparents grew up in the depression. Then they had my, my parents, you know, and my mom's mom was not like a scarcity mindset person, but my, my, um, my dad's parents, my grandparents on my father's side. Oh my God. Now, I'm very lucky because I don't think that either of my parents, like, really, um, that wasn't one of the um, beliefs or, you know, like, that wasn't one of the limiting beliefs that they um, really passed on to me. I don't think they had it or they did a lot of work around it, which is incredible, right? I don't I don't feel like I grew up in a, with a scarcity mindset. But 
from my parents, but I did get some beliefs confirmed for me or they were created from my experience of being a performer and all anyone ever talked about was how you can't make any money if you're an actor, right? That's the story that everyone tells you. Even if my parents were like, go, 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 you can do it. Tons of other people, my grandparents, other people were like, what are you doing? That's not a life. That's not right. So we get our stories about abundance and about what's available and about making money and about having wealth and all the things that we want. We get those stories from everywhere, from everywhere. And other people are very committed to making sure that you don't believe in abundance. It sucks. So you have to do a lot of work on this particular belief, which is that you get to, you live in an abundant universe, you are part of it, and you get to participate in all of it. Now, I'm sharing all these beliefs with you, and obviously there are ways that we that we really put these beliefs in like affirmations and beliefs and paradigms and agreements, all the things that I just shared with you and what I believe are so important for what we do with our brain, um, there are ways that we do it. We do these things through exercises, through practices, through having robust morning and evening routines, from knowing how to interrupt thought patterns, um, you know, from taking certain action, from celebrating, from like there are so many things that we have to do to secure these beliefs. So in this episode, I'm sharing the beliefs with you that I believe will help you have an amazing year of business and life. And if you're listening to this at any other time other than January 2023, oh, trust me, these beliefs are gold. You need to work on them no matter when, what, where, you know, how or why. And one of the reasons why people like me exist that are master level coaches and mentors is because I actually help you to make sure that you're doing the activities that make these beliefs um, come, th- that you believe them, like turn them into things that you really believe instead of really great ideas. Because there's nothing worse than like affirming things, but then inside going, yeah, but I don't believe that shit. <laughs> right? So right now you can be like, okay, Stacey, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and I'm going to repeat. I am pre-qualified by the universe. I know how. Service is my superpower. I am always right on time. And abundance is my birthright. And then right after that, you could go back into your shitty mindset. (laughs) I'm not saying you will. I'm just saying it's important to remember that all of the things that I teach and share with you on the show require some sort of doing. It's a great idea, right? They're all great ideas, but then it requires for you to do something about it, right? Life is hard. So what are you going to do about it? So anyway, those are the things I want to share with you. I would love for you to work through these beliefs. I'd love for you to work on them with us in the academy, along with the 95 other beliefs, affirmations that we can put into our energetic bodies and our subconscious and our chakra system and, you know, all of that subtle stuff that makes you who you are, your identity, you know, in order to be successful in your business and in your life, these are the things that you have to work with so that you're not just using that default operating system that can be like kind of shitty, you know? 
So that's what I have for you today. Um, join us on when on Friday, rather, if you're listening. The episode comes out on Wednesdays. If you're listening to this on Thursday or Friday, January um, 11th or 12th, 2023, Join me on Friday. My workshops and trainings are so high vibe. You get so much out of them. They're not fluffy bullshit. I don't just bring you in the room and say a bunch of shit and then ask you if you want to pay me. Um, This is legit stuff, you guys. If you've never taken anything with me, come join us. Become part of the community. We have an amazing, vibrant community. Um, And... When you're ready, if you're ready, if you want to come to that very first masterclass of the Passion and Prosperous Academy, um, then then let me know. Set up a call with me. Shoot me an email. And if you're listening to this at any other time in time and space, if you've quantum leaped and you happen to be listening to this... <laughs> in another year, meaning a whole other year, like 2026. Hopefully the Academy is still here. I think it will be. That's my plan. And you can join us now. All right. So I'm sending you so much love. It's going to be an amazing year. We're going to be together. I'm here for you. Uh, I want to hear from you. What do you want me to make episodes on? I love getting your questions, your input, your, your, like, let me know what would serve you. There are a couple of episodes on here that literally came from members of the community saying, can you do an episode on, on, you know, how to uh, run a challenge? Can you do an episode on this, on that? So I, I, I bring it on. I love it. I, it makes me feel so good if I'm creating an episode, knowing that you asked for it. So hit me up with that at any time. All right. So, okay. Sending you all the love. I will be in your headphones next week. Have an amazing whatever, wherever you are in your day. Have a great morning. Have a great afternoon. Have a great evening. Have a great sleep. Have a great dog walk. Have a great bike ride. Have a great run. All right. Love you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Passionate and Prosperous with me, Stacey Brass Russell. If you like what you're listening to, please make sure you're following or subscribing. And if you're on Apple, that's the little plus sign on the top right so that you get notified when new episodes drop every Wednesday. As always, I'm sending you love and high vibes. And remember, life is hard and there's always something you can do about it. 